Welcome to another episode of CrossCast. I'm your host, Chad Barlow. CrossCast is a conversational style podcast where we talk about how to be disciples and make disciples of Jesus Christ for the glory of God and the joy of his people. I'm so excited to be around the table with three of my favorite men. A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. Giuseppe Santini. (laughs) Daniel Milkbag Smith. How'd you know? And Richard Gear Gardner, <laughs> the pastors of the Crossing Church, minus Joey Athanasius Nichols. <laughs> You're just on point right um, now. <laughs> it is a, a Thursday afternoon, December 22nd, and we are going to talk about 2021 year in review. It's the 23rd. It's the 23rd. Christmas Thank Eve. you. <laughs> yep, that's the week I've had. And and Aaron just caught and me about 30 on Sunday, so uh, don't make it, yeah. Make sure you know what Sunday is. Yeah. Sunday fun day. Thanks, man. Day after Christmas. Aaron just caught me 30 minutes ago waking up from a power nap, not going to lie. So Boom. That's allowed. Are good. You're getting old, bro. Hey, and you know that's allowed when old. you get into the building at 6:30 a.m. just trying to justify myself there. So Okay. What's Thanks for being Spurgeon on, you guys, quote? for carving out the time. The Charles Spurgeon quote. Which one? The, the best thing you can do is take a nap. Oh. The most holy thing you can do is take oh, a nap. Yeah. Love me some Spurgeon. Thanks, Spurgeon. Especially when you hit 50. <laughs> He's got that 50 burger. <laughs> he ate it. All right. So I got a few questions for you guys, but why don't you guys just, you know, summarize 2021. Now, now the main emphasis of this episode is going to be you guys as pastors thinking about the crossing church. But if you want to get personal here and there, awesome, because the people who listen to this podcast and me who loves it wants to hear personally as well. So that's allowed. Mm -hmm. But the main emphasis is going to be like, hey, considering your calling as a pastor of the Crossing Church. So I think, Aaron, you're going to kick us off summarizing. Right on, I'll lead us off. Yeah. I'll get us on base, and then we'll <laughs> let Rich and uh, Daniel move me over and then bring us in. Huh? Okay, yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, 2021, it's kind of come and gone. Um, I think there's a couple words that I was just thinking through. I jotted down some stuff to thinking through 2021. I, I think the words that kind of, for me, summarize uh, the Crossing Church is uh, God's faithfulness, uh, unity, transition, and shepherding. Uh, first, I just think that God's been faithful again, another year. Um, shouldn't be surprised, but like you said, I turned 50 this past year, and he's been faithful every single year, and in, you know, individually and corporately here as the church. I think almost every uh, pastor's meeting we have, we meet every Tuesday mornings. I've opened up with Lamentations. The steadfast love of the Lord um, never ceases. Uh, his mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. Obviously, in the last year and a half, two years, almost coming in March here, we've been in the COVID situation. It's been up, down, all around. And the one thing that's been steady, obviously, is the Lord's faithfulness. He's continued to build his kingdom, and he continues to love and care for his people. Um, For us at the crossing, we have a simple mission here that we would like to execute to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the glory of God and the joy of his peoples through three relational values, love, live, legacy. And for me, I think um, there are times where, you know, especially in particular when we, we first started out the first number of years, there was a real 
emphasis and a season of legacy and sharing the faith and gaining people on a new church plant. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think we've had seasons of that. Obviously, we want to love God every season, but I think 2021 has been the year of live, which is our... um, uh, our, our, our gathering of community, the one another's of the believers of the cross and getting together. And I've, I think it's the year of shepherding and unity. And that's how I kind of sum up the year 2021 with everything that has gone on. It's the year of shepherding and unity. I think of uh, shepherding, I think of First Peter 5, 2, came to mind, shepherd the flock among you. I think we have had uh, some good days and some bad days and some, some days in between shepherding this body. And... Um, I think the one thing that's come out of it where we are now in ending 2021 is um, uh, unity. Um, Psalm 133, um, where there's unity among the brothers and the sisters, it goes on and says there's a blessing of the Lord, and I think that's what we see throughout 2021. Um, So those are some words that I would just highlight at a a high level. Um, And then some highlights, uh, I think we celebrated our 10, 11-year anniversary (laughs) of the crossing. I think that was an absolute highlight. because of COVID, last year we couldn't have a, a big celebration, so we did it this year at the park. And man, just had some great food. Smoked brisket was a brisket. Did we have brisket. Mm-hmm. Smoked. Uh, yeah, guys good. smoked it up. We had great games and fellowship and bouncy houses. Big old bouncy houses. And we had ice cream, not ice cream machine, but a snow cone machine. Mm. And all the kids went home safe. So that was always a good thing. <laughs> it was just a great celebration of God's goodness and grace over the years. I think we, we start a new PLI pastor leadership class with four new guys, and we do it with uh, uh, Mountain View, uh, Redemption, Loveland, um, High Plains, Harvest, and Windsor Community. Uh, you are part of our first joint one, um, which was a highlight. That class graduated, and you're going to be moving over to Windsor um, to pastor there. It's a bittersweet moment for us. We've got four new guys along with another, I don't know, another eight guys in the other churches. Um, we got a new, new intern coming in, Beck Easton, a guy that I, I discipled back in college, coming yep. out full circle. He's taking your spot. So that's exciting. I think man school was off the charts again this year. We got that back going. Um, started a man school musing podcast, which we haven't done an episode in four months because we haven't realized how <laughs> hard it is to keep that thing going yeah. with everything else on. But For that was sure. exciting. I know the ladies of the crossing have had a great, a great year. Uh, Crossway Chapel Network, we helped plant three churches. Over the last year and a half, um, Mountain View Bozeman, um, Redemption Loveland here in Colorado, and then uh, Sheridan Bible Church in Wyoming. So we see the expanse of the kingdom. And then us in particular, we're really hands-on in um, uh, replanting or revitalizing a church in Greeley called Living Water Fellowship. So I'm excited about that. But ultimately, we probably had about 30% of our body change. And again, um, we've walked through uh, seasons of life. Some people have left and, and gone on to different places, which is great. But again, I think um, the new families that have come in that we've reached throughout this year, again, there's, there's unity, there's a love, and there's a humility. And I think there's actually a little bit of a buzz getting ready to go for 2022. Mm-hmm. So we're excited about it. So that's kind of my summary as I look back on the, on the year. And again, I'm just thankful for God's faithfulness. He's faithful and true to his word and, and uh, to his people and, I'm excited to see what he's gonna do yeah. in 2023. We'll we'll boom 2022. You mean exactly yeah. 2022? Yeah. Hey, I got the day wrong. So we'll look <laughs> forward. Maybe at the end of this podcast, if we have time, we'll we'll look forward. Maybe you guys will have a minute to say one thing you're looking forward to in 2022. But did he leave you guys anything to say? I think that was the grand salami. He grand cleared salami. the bases. <laughs> There's no ribbies coming over here. Home run. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Maybe a double. There's more to say. Yeah. On, there's boys. more to Come say. On. 
Richard Gear is going to be next. Yeah. Um, thanks, Chad, again, just for putting this on. Um, yeah. Like amidst just the busyness of life, it's sometimes easy for us to just keep rolling and uh, fail to stop and actually reflect. And we see that as a pattern even throughout um, Israel's history as they would make monuments and, and recognize the works of God in different ways. And so times like this are good just to reflect on, on, on what's gone on. And so, yeah, as, as uh, we all bemoaned 2020 and we're looking forward to 2021, um, yeah, we all realized that 2021 started off not so differently and uh, had its had its challenges and, and difficult seasons, but it's through seasons like that that God uh, works. He's still faithful and he grows us and he shapes us and, and uh, we learn a lot even through the, the challenging times. And I know for me as a pastor, the last couple of years have been the most uh, uh, challenging, but also times I think I've seen God grow me and, and, and teach me so many things and things I'm still learning and still even understanding the way that God's teaching us and growing us. But uh, um, yeah, just to even reiterate some of the things that Aaron said, just uh, something I've just been really thankful for is just his church, his people, um, even amidst, yeah, disagreements over this or that. And, you know, we, you know, sad to see some people step away and, and kind of move on. But uh, overall, I've been so encouraged by God's church, just um, so many people um, have been so encouraging, have been supportive in, in, in different ways. Even even the conversations where maybe we didn't dis- we, we didn't agree fully. Um, just uh, the way in which we have learned, I think, in some ways as a church to, to work through even times of disagreement and how to how to love each other well through those times. Um, we haven't always done it well, but hopefully we, we learn through those times, even the the times when we do fail. And yeah. so I've just been so thankful for God's people and uh, their their encouragement and just for God holding us together um, in unity through a pretty tumultuous time. And so um, that's something I'm I'm really really thankful for. And I've I've seen you know especially in life group I think our life group we've just seen I've, uh, personally just so many people be um, encouraged and thankful to have just such a tight knit community, especially in a such a just a strange season of our world. Amen. Smitty? Uh, I've been really encouraged by some of the things that we've done outside of our two pillars, Sunday Gathering and Life Groups. I think, as you mentioned, Aaron, Man School has just been off the charts. Mm-hmm. I think of uh, Cyrus sharing his testimony mm-hmm. and how that night when he shared, you could hear a pin drop. I mean, it was lights out, probably 50, 60 guys who were locked in and needed to hear that. Um, that was, that was a huge highlight. I know the ladies had some pretty awesome gatherings this Mm -hmm. year and even some of the G2 gatherings. My, my mom who, uh, will come up occasionally. She, she's been able to attend some of those and Michelle will just come home from these ladies gatherings and just be so encouraged. And she's just over the moon and she's an introvert. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, Oh my goodness. Like she, she really has her cup filled there. So, uh, the, the park party. Absolutely. Awesome. It was, uh, it was great. And the, the man school with the arm wrestling and me getting (laughs) shamed twice. The other day Um, at journey group, Eric said his elbow still sore from, uh, arm wrestling. (laughs) Oh, I believe it. (laughs) Him and Holton went after it a couple times. Two times. Yeah. Two times. (laughs) Yeah. I was waiting for a wing to snap, but Lord protected us, which was good. Yeah. 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 Those events were so cool just to kind of go back because we had, hadn't had anything like that for so long and yeah. so even just to to just actually experience that 
just joy of community together. I remember the park yeah. party. It was like probably the first kind of big gathering where it just felt like, you know, we weren't thinking about COVID or talking right. about it. We were just there just having a great time together, just oh, celebrating man. and enjoying um, just the, the great weather and each other and good food. Volleyball. And yeah, it was just a really, a really awesome picture of yeah. just um, the, the community that has characterized the crossing for so long yeah. that I think we just struggled through such a long season through 2020 just to like long for. And so to be able to experience that was, was pretty cool. Yeah. I think another thing too, not only just the ministry happening and God growing his people in his kingdom, but we have this great facility, this great building and by uh, Daniel and Rich's leadership, we've got a lot of stuff done aesthetically. I mean, um, uh, we understand the building is just a tool, um, and you, but we want to steward it well. Mm-hmm. And so we, uh, um, we repainted, re- do we restucco some of it? Part of it. Part of it, you after, know. After a car crash. After, after a car ran through it, <laughs> but missed our stained glass window. But again, just God providing through that. I said, hey, we need yep. to upgrade the building, so let me have a car run through the, the building and, and have the insurance <laughs> pay for it. <laughs> yes and amen. <laughs> Get a little bit extra done. Uh, yeah. We got new carpet. Um, you know, it's yeah, a, you, the carpet in your office looks really oh, my great. Carpet, my yeah. office is the ugliest of all time, but uh, that's I just, all right. You're the only one that's <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, that's it. So, if you want to come see ugly carpet, come on to my office. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, I think it's just this, this facility has been a great, great uh, upkeep, and that's it goes a testimony to not only um, obviously having a good insurance, but the body serving and protecting and uh, giving. Um, it's been phenomenal, and so um our financial advisory team with uh, Trey and Albert. I mean, it's just, they've been great. And, uh, and God's been good. It's just been, it's just, it's a humbling thing to be used by him the way he's using this body. Cause literally this church is, is being used all over the world. Um, and it starts right here in Fort Collins, Colorado, which is crazy to think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want, I want you guys to think back when we, when we started in 2021, we were still in the height of COVID. And we were in that, mm-hmm. that big wave that hit last fall and we were two gatherings. Yep. What do you guys remember from when we had that one oh, gathering, no masks and everyone was together? What, what do you guys remember from that? I just went to my happy place. Like if I was in <laughs> Peter Pan, I could fly. Remember how he can't fly? And she's like, think of something happy. And then he does. And yeah. That was special. I think we did a podcast. At, no, maybe it was Easter. Anyways, I, I remember being on cloud nine after we came back as one body. And yeah, I mean, you said it first, so I can echo you. No masks, one body. It was like, oh my gosh, we're back. That's mm-hmm. so, so thankful. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. I remember thinking the chairs were really close together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You should see them now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, but, I just, I remember just thinking, Wow. We almost, you know, started getting not used to it in some sense, but like we had been kind of doing two services and spread out for so long and not seeing people that we just kind of that became sort of the new norm. And I think we just when we first came back together, it was like, wow, we, we, we began to see how much we had kind of lost through yep. that season and how much we were, you know, sacrificing in that. And, you know, I think for for good reasons, but just um, how we were not meant to to gather in, in that way yep. and just the, the, the benefit and the joy that we receive from being together collectively, corporately, yep. as well as face to face, being yep. able to converse and interact and actually care for one another in a, in a deeper way. Mm-hmm. It was, 
It was good. The reason why God calls the church the ecclesia, the, uh, the assembly or the gathering, because it's so vital. And I think for years, especially in the West, we've taken it for granted. Mm-hmm. And when it kind of gets sideswiped a little bit, it's just a good reminder that he, of the importance of the gathering. Yeah. And so, uh, and I think that just trickled down even in our life groups and our journey groups. And, and uh, again, through some transitions, I think uh, uh, we feel that momentum even still today, even though we've had, you know, again, there's still ups, downs, all arounds with, with dealing with this COVID deal. And um, but I think people are, are, I think they're ready to get back and get after it and, and move forward. So. So you, you guys aren't going to start an online service in the metaverse? Uh, yeah, we're not. <laughs> well, okay. I've actually been contacted by And we will not meta. digress any further than that, intern. <laughs> and then I can think of I'm Charles Spurgeon up there preaching. I can enter my, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I like this. You guys are just going with it. I had a few questions for you guys, but keep it up. So if, if a question sparks something else, then just make comments on the year. Um. You guys kind of all summarized the year, so you you kind of already got ahead of the game. Well, not ahead of the game, but my my next question is for you guys is going to be like, what are you thankful for, mm-hmm. and what was if you if I twisted your arm, what are you most thankful for, and what was the hardest part about the year? Now, Rich, you kind of said you're most you know you're thankful for the body. If you want to zoom in and answer that a little more specifically, great. If not, no worries. But any open for any of you most thankful for and, and hardest part about the year. Yeah, for me, I'm most most thankful for, I think, um, on an individual level and even as a leadership level of uh, just my wife and I and all the, just everything that has come to our dialogue, our relationship. We're always talking, just grew, you know, tremendously. Um, and so first and foremost, thankful for Rita and just her guidance and direction in my, in my own life and, and um, and her encouragement. Because there's times I came home, like, frustrated, angry. Mm. Uh, maybe a little downcast a couple of times and she was always there to, to, to build me up. So I'm thankful for my wife and, mm. and our kiddos as well. Uh, our team, I think, man, I can't remember any time where we were at each other's throats and all this, we might've had some disagreements and, and stuff, but no one, every time we walked out the, the door, of this room, we were walking out arm in arm linked and, and, and ready to rock and roll, mm-hmm. uh, having one another's back, deferring to one another. Um, and so I think that's just a, a huge piece. Thankful for, uh, you know, God's wisdom and eldership and, and bringing that in. And a guy like Joey Nichols, who was a, kind of our lay elder, our, our non-vocational guy, and he brings such a good understanding and mix, uh, gift mix to, to this squad and, and Daniel and Rich. And even having you in here as a little shaver learning, we, we learned some wisdom from you getting after it. And <laughs> when so, we let you talk. Well, yeah. <laughs> I had to raise my hand and time. be called on. Which is all the time. <laughs> So yeah, those are those are some things. And again, again, our body, man. Uh, you know, even today we talk about no masks or masks. We have we have some some couples and families that still wear masks. And yes and amen. Yeah. Um, we're arm in arm, linked, and, and we're serving one another. And um, I love those that stayed around because we have disagreements on both sides, um, and we and we tried to listen to both sides. We've actually made changes listening to both sides. And, um, but I love those, those, those men and women who maybe have not agreed a hundred percent, which is everyone probably in our body that stayed around and still love the crossing and our, and our vital, vital, uh, members of this body. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just a, uh, that just really, really encourages me. So yeah. 
Yeah. You want to answer the hardest part, or you want to let these guys t- tell us what, what they're guys, most yeah, yeah think about it. Okay. Most thankful for this past year? I think one person that I'm most thankful for is Tyler Dell. <coughs> TD. Ooh. And this guy, yeah. he... N- I don't. I don't even think we all see yep. how much this guy does behind the scenes. Yep. It, it's only Jesus who sees, and I'll, I'll often remind him, "Hey, dude, thanks for serving Jesus." Like, mm-hmm. yes, and he does that by serving us as pastors and the Crossing Church as a whole and his life group. But man, that guy, he makes sacrifices on a number of different levels and he leverages this season of life that he has as a single man working as an engineer for the city of Longmont to the fullest extent and so I am just so thankful that God has Tyler a part of the crossing church and I realize like it probably won't be forever (laughs) (laughs) and maybe I'll just go plant a church with Tyler someday because I love him so much Um, but I am I'm most thankful for this guy who sacrifices with life group, building the sound team, uh, posting up sermons every week, most of the time by Monday. Um, <laughs> but then he'll he'll even come in on Tuesdays and kibitz with you, Chad, and mm-hmm. you guys will have in-depth conversations, and then I'll usurp the conversation, and we'll go into left field. And, and he just does it with so much joy. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy mm-hmm. just... So... Uh, if you're listening to Crossing Church, please encourage Tyler Dell next time you see him. Oh. And Tyler, if you're listening, we love you. Well done. <laughs> Good and faithful. That's a, that's a nice compliment, Smitty. That probably means a lot to him. Yeah. And I'd say f- for me, just to even expand on kind of what I said earlier, just with like thankfulness for God's people, just, just seeing in, in so many tangible ways people just sacrifice and serve, whether it was through financial care or just... Um, enduring through hard situations with people, um, opening up homes and, and, and just being willing to care for um, hard and messy circumstances. Um, in our life group, we, we saw two different families who have lost loved ones close to them. And mm-hmm. so as a, as a group, we've been able to kind of walk alongside and just share in that grief and the whole process of that. And I, I, I think they would say that life group has been a, a, a really foundational source of encouragement for them and so being able to really see that and experience that and see the church be the church that yes we get together and we, we love to study the bible but we're not just merely bible studies that meet weekly but we are genuinely living life together and we're walking through the the, the heavy stuff of life mm-hmm. and caring for each other and i think we've we've seen that in real tangible ways in a, in, in in a lot of different circumstances you know in your guys's life group there's been a number of, of hard things that have you guys have had to walk through and so like that's been cool to be able to see and hear the mm-hmm. way that God has worked even through you guys just to sacrifice and care for people and so yeah really really just thankful for the way that God's church has stepped up to, to just be the church this year mm-hmm. you know all of our life group leaders they carry the heavy load too yeah yes. um, so thankful for those those guys leading all of our our body in the smaller groups I think of uh, even our you know music ministry Zach uh, Zach <laughs> Uh, Jack and Cole, Cole and Jack, and and um, and all the musicians that get up there and play. Think of Nicole. That's why I was thinking of Nicole and uh, Mackenzie, Mackenzie. Mackenzie and our children's ministry. Nicole did such a faithful job for a number of years. Passed it on to Mackenzie. She's been rocking it. Had probably the best Christmas children's show program ever. Mm-hmm. You know, history. here in the history the of the Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, there's so many. I, I, I mean. 
it takes everybody yeah, and yep. so uh that's why i love it's this hard body. to say one thing obviously yeah, one yeah there's so much to be thankful for, for new life group leaders that new wanted to groups. step up yep. men and women just that are, are willing to take on the that that extra burden um, yep. rather than just kind of sit on the side the side and just kind of you know, but to really take the mantle and, and run with it so that yep. we can multiply life groups. And we've seen that happen in a few few different places. Yeah. It's good. All right. The harder question, peel the curtain back a little bit peel into the, the pastor's heart. What's What's been hard, you guys? Why did you go home sad a few times, Aaron? You go don't have to be sad. that specific. <laughs> well, I think there was, you know, there there's some added, um, I think... The, the sad part, uh, the downcast part, is I think people that let, let more political views and, and, and secular data affect their judgment more than the gospel and the scripture. Hmm. And I think that's just, that's, I think that's some of the times we're just like, what? I mean, and these are people that know, know the word and been Christians for a long time, and yet they, they let, you know, certain certain things, certain secular views or, or whatnot infiltrate their decision-making process that took them away from the church and the gospel. Mm. Um, not as far as losing their salvation, but um, just, yeah. yeah. Uh, isolating fear. I think I, I, you see fear just grip people, um, and they were making decisions out of fear um, and isolating themselves and so I think those are the things that kind of was like, oh man, you need the body. So those are the things that kind of mm-hmm. uh, were kind of dejecting or sad yeah. and frustrating. So yeah. those are for me personally. Yeah, individuals, yeah. you think like, man, you sh- you should know better. In fact, you do know better, mm-hmm. but for I whatever think that's reason, the, the beauty of God's providence and why we're going through the Book of Hebrews right now because it's continually reminding us of our salvation first and foremost, but then recalibration to the things that are most important. Jesus is better. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, some of the hardest things have been some of the counseling things that we've walked through Mm. counseling situations with individuals. And it's, it's tough when you not only see the effects of sin in someone's life, but you try to counter them with the gospel and the word of God. And, um, they just reject that and, and walk away from it. I mean, those are, those are hard things, but by faith and trust that our labor is not in vain and that the Lord will persevere them. Um, but there's been a number of hard nights, sleepless nights even, and hard conversations coming home to the wifey. And I'm just really thankful for our wives and the, the sounding board that they are. And, mm-hmm. um, but it's, yeah, the, as we often say, the church would be perfect if it wasn't for the people. <laughs> I think I'm I'm the first one in line there because I'm I'm not without sin in these situations. And yeah, yeah. Rich. Yeah, I think for me, I'd say it's just been in the realm of just kind of the the whole pandemic hangover, so to speak. Mm. That I, th- I think I had this optimistic view that you know once things kind of settled down and, you know, especially what what was it, May or whatnot, when things kind of, you know, opened back up and, you know, masking orders were dropped and whatnot and Mm -hmm. started gathering again. And 
then things, you know, even caseloads really, you know, just plummeted, almost went away in the summer. I, I thought, wow, we're just going to get back to normal and just, yeah. just things are going to return. And then the wasn't Delta. exactly like that. Yeah. The, you know, even beyond Delta and everything else, <laughs> then the rise in the fall, in, in the fall here. Um, I think it was just like seeing the way that the whole pandemic, just tiredness and everything just affected everybody in general. And in even some un- intangible ways that are hard to even describe, but there was just like, I don't know, just a, you know, hard to gather people to serve in children's ministry. Yeah. You know, people were tired from this and maybe unavailable for this. And I think across the board, we felt maybe just like a, a slowness to, to get back after it. And, you know, we, we mentioned even, you know, times like our serving muscles had kind of atrophied mm-hmm. and kind of gotten tired. And so I think we just felt kind of a lull that just kind of everybody was wrestling with that um, personally and collectively. And that was felt even, you know, within the church in, in many ways, um, you know, maybe even at times people, you know, just easier to stay home and mm-hmm. not come to the gathering or whatnot. And so we'd have, you know, a thin Sunday here and there. And it's like, where, where's everybody at or what's going on? And yeah. So I think times like that of just maybe not knowing what, what was going on, it's even hard to kind of diagnose, you know, at times. But I think it's just this kind of holistic kind of way that this last year and a half has really just impacted people mm-hmm. collectively. Um, so I think that that's just been hard um, to, to even just know how to how to really shepherd well through through that and what, what people need and what our, what our church needs. Mm. Great. Good answers, guys. How do you guys think the Crossing Church grew in 2021? One of our, at least one of our life group um, values is gospel growth, isn't it? Like, how do you think overall, if you, if you had to zoom out enough, 50,000 feet, like, how do we grow as a body? Yeah. And it's probably going to yeah, be similar to what... Sometimes is, is hard to see. It's kind of like yeah. your kids. Um, sometimes when you're living with them, you don't see the growth unless it's Landon, my son, who has like grown like five inches in the last six months it seems like yeah well the crossing um, church has grown five inches in the last year i know it (laughs) sometimes you see it you know immediately and then other times it kind of takes time um to to identify it and all but i definitely think that we've grown overall in just kind of conviction um i think this has caused us to really evaluate like the the importance of the church Mm -hmm. and and the need to gather and the need to, to, to come together to sit under the preaching of God's word. Um, so I think there's been a, a growth in conviction um, across the church generally mm-hmm. um, that I think we've seen. And so that's something I think that I would that I would point to. Yeah. I'd say growth in sacrifice. I see a number of sacrifices being made across the board, whether it's big like a Beck Easton leaving a job and a career to come and do a church plant residency. Mm-hmm. Um, or even the small things of people opening up their finances more and uh, making sure that we enter into December for the first time with a surplus and not a deficit, Um, to even just people opening their homes, um, life group leaders continually, but uh, a couple life group leaders in particular who could have stayed on the sidelines as co-leaders, but no, I want to take up the mantle and um, I want to I want to lead these folks to a deeper relationship with Jesus. So I see, I see things like that. So I think we've really grown in in some of those areas as sacrifices. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think individually, I think if you went around and asked most people that are still here, they've all grown um, in their faith and loving God and living in gospel community and leaving a legacy for those who know Jesus. I think there's a lot of marriages that, you know, we've seen uh, restored and, and uh, walked through and they're doing well right now. We've uh, we've grown physically with a number of just births and some weddings, <laughs> and so that's always good. And mm-hmm. so I think we're seeing multiplication still at every level. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think overall, if we if we look back to 2020, 2021 to 2022, what day is it? What is it? Yeah, um, I think we've seen movement at, at at every level of the crossing, both individually and corporately. And uh, I think that's the what it means to, to grow as a disciple of Christ, that you each each year you look back and you see that you've made a couple steps in the right direction, mm-hmm. and you've grown, and you've become more like Christ. And I think if uh, we were to poll most of our people, I think they would say, like, yeah, I've become more like Christ this year mm-hmm. in 2021, both individually and then just corporately and using their, their, their gifts. So, yeah. I, w- I would add that <clears throat> I've also seen a growth in journey groups yeah. happening across our life groups and... Uh, while this isn't a formal pillar, I mean, these are very organic groups. Uh, I I hear of a lot of journey groups going on, whether it's men or women that are making sacrifices, getting up early, or going out in the evenings to go deeper in the scriptures, to pray together, to bear burdens with one another. I mean, I, I love it. I haven't been answering these questions that I ask, but I'm going to answer this one. I've... <laughs> I've just grown so much of my thankfulness for the body. It's it's yeah. the same thing we've all been saying, but you don't realize what you have sometimes until you lose it. And that's a bummer because in hindsight, you're like, man, why wasn't I this thankful all the time? But God in his providence allows that to happen. And just like the, I think, do you guys remember how like giddy we all were at the first online service and we were all like type, like commenting, like I'm here and this is like, this is going to be great. And then like after a few months, we're like, this is, this is horrible. <laughs> and then gathering, I, I had totally forgot, you know, when we, when we gathered back as one, one group, two services were over and I'm not trying to like enter the debate, you guys, I really am not. But as an extroverted extrovert who, who really like one of my highest values and loves of life is interacting with people. I, I've really appreciated our stance that masks are optional because most people haven't. And, and it means a lot to me to get to see someone smile in the gathering and like that personal interaction and encouragement of just like seeing their face and I'm half deaf so I can actually understand them when they don't have a mask on. It's just been like, man, just like something as simple as seeing someone's face. I've actually been really thankful for in 2021, yep. like really who would have thought, you know, mm-hmm. if it weren't for the the importance COVID the theology so, of the face. Yeah. Okay. So another related question. This one can, can be another personal. Okay. Um, we love you, Richard. Richard's going to step out. He's got something to, to do. <laughs> Thanks for being on rich. You're welcome. <laughs> bye. <Bye-bye>. Bye. <laughs> this is a professional podcast. <laughs> um, so this can be personal, but because your pastors, it probably has overflowed to the church. But what, what theological truths or themes have most impacted you this year that maybe you feel like the Lord has been putting into you so you can put it into us? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully God's faithfulness. I mean, I've always, by God's grace, um, trust in the sovereignty and the faithfulness of the Lord. But I think it's just even all the more to be like the chaos outside of the sovereignty of God in the sense of, 
those leading in the secular world. You know, God's sovereign. He's, he's ordaining all this to happen. But just to see that when people don't have uh, uh, a faith in the sovereignty of God and his faithfulness, it just wrecks people. Mm-hmm. And so that just, it just, which then trickles down to his providence of him doing the inner workings at, a, at, a, at an individual level. Mm-hmm. And just so that, to me, that's just, I remember coming to that truth, you know, many, many years ago in my walk and my faith, and it was, it was uh, life-altering then. And it's still life. It's just in the midst of the last year and a half to understand that God is sovereign. He's in control. He's working all things out for his glory and our joy. Mm-hmm. And um, he'll bring it to pass. There's nothing that can thwart it. What he's promised in the past, he'll be faithful to uh, complete and bring about. Um, just like he did with Jesus and the baby in the manger. I mean, ever since Genesis chapter 3, he's been on this mission to redeem by bringing this serpent crusher. And uh, even though the enemies, uh, and Satan in particular, has tried to thwart that plan, it's always come to pass. God is faithful. He will, those that he promised in the, in, in the old will, will happen in the new. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just, it's just it's like, yep, we're in the right spot. We're worshiping the one and true living God. He's sovereign. He's in control and working all things out for his glory and our joy. Amen. So. That's a sermon right there. Yeah, I think right now the incarnation has really hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a good season to to study it deep. Um, one illustration that I've been turning through my mind is just the with the humility of Christ and a, an example that I've been thinking of is um, many of you guys might know who Dustin Johnson is professional golfer one I think the Masters maybe won the whole thing FedEx Cup last year I don't know that's why Rich should yeah still be Rich here. would have been able to tell us that anyways but uh, here's where it ties in with me because I'm a hockey player so Dustin Johnson married Wayne Gretzky's daughter. And I remember seeing a picture of Wayne Gretzky in these uh, caddy clothes next to Dustin Johnson. It was a picture after he won, I think the Masters. And as I've been thinking about the humility of Jesus, it's like the greatest who's ever been humbles himself and puts on the clothing of a servant. And we see that a little bit with Gretzky as Dustin Johnson's caddy. I mean, he's the greatest hockey player ever and probably ever will be. Not a great human being, but that's a story for a different time. Gretzky, but that's a whole other little thing. (laughs) I I would, too. My my Pittsburgh roots. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe even Bobby Orr. Anyways. (laughs) uh, (laughs) But just the humility of Jesus to, to come here and put on human flesh to serve. Yeah. The greatest became the lowliest to the point of death, even death on a cross. Yeah. So, um, he's highly exalted and the one worthy of our praise. And so I'm excited to gather with the church on Christmas Eve. I'm excited to gather yep. with the church on the 26th when you preach. And I'm excited to gather with the church till Jesus comes back because mm-hmm. he's worthy of our yeah. praise. Amen. So that's uh, that's one. The, the other one that's really been hitting me is we, we studied the book of Esther in our life group. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Esther is often portrayed as this great woman of upstanding character who won this great beauty competition. But that is not what the book of Esther is all about. Oh, my gosh. She was a concubine. And I'll just whet your appetite right there. But the entire book hinges on 
God's sovereignty, God's providential mm-hmm. hand working and orchestrating these events to save his people, yeah. to be faithful to his promises. And so um, I hope we preach on it after Hebrews. So yeah. here's here's my vote. <laughs> That's your vote. There it is. Uh, but Esther, so Daniel, or Nehemiah, cast your votes now. Maybe okay. I'll <laughs> preach through the whole thing in the summer. So <laughs> it, it's phenomenal. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, let me just ask you guys one last question. We've looked back. Let's look forward. What's what's one thing you're looking forward to in 2022? Well, my youngest daughter graduates. and Empty nester. five, em- empty nesters. 50 burger one year. Next year, empty nester. Empty nesters. Dang. This is awesome. Wow. So, uh. So make sure you call before you come over to our house. Uh, <laughs> oh, because, because the curtains are closed. Oh, for oh man. Hey, Mama and I still like each other. Anyways, this is PG. Um, I'll, I'll put a warning at the beginning of the show. <laughs> uh, hey, man, God created it's good. All right. Um, man, there's so much. There's so much. Uh, I think um, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing how you're going to end up and and over at Windsor and serving the body. So I'm excited for that. We'll miss you here, uh, you and Audrey. I'm excited for Beck and and starting a new student ministry and revitalizing that, the high school, the college, the middle school. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to go bonkers. That's going to be huge success and a huge shot in the arm for the crossing. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, our church playing Catalyst in April. in the in the in the network we've highlighted wellington denver and johnstown berthed so i think we could have two to three churches playing in the next two to three years Sheesh. so i'm excited about that yeah um yeah i'm excited for our people just to continue to grow in their faith and love god and live in gospel community and leave a legacy start making disciples i'm really praying for uh you know uh, uh maybe a mini revival here at the crossing you know um, that we'd all take that extra step uh, to, to reach someone else for Christ mm-hmm. in our circles of influence. And uh, if we do that, you know, we double in size by God's grace. And, you know, we just uh, just continue to grow and build the kingdom. So uh, I'm excited for, you know, what's happened with our, our, our music team and, and, and musicians stepping up. I'm excited for everything. I'm just, I'm just ready to turn the page and awesome. get after it. Amen. So, yeah. Smitty? <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with some of our life groups. Uh, I think Aaron, you might've said it a month or two ago that they're pregnant. Yeah. And so it'll be cool to see how the Lord directs steps and multiplies folks, which on one hand is like exciting and sweet and I'm looking forward to it. But on the other hand, like there's sacrifice that takes place when a life group multiplies Absolutely. and relationships are different. And Big time. So I'm looking forward to that. And then maybe even on a, on a smaller micro level, I'm looking forward to just creating a, a deeper discipleship culture, a discipleship culture that we have disciples who go and make disciples. And then those folks go and make disciples and the chain continues. So great. Boom. Thanks for being on guys. It's a great time. Love you guys. (laughs) How about last words from, Chad Barlow, the intern of the Crossing Church. What's the last words mean? You got anything to share, bro? No, nah, man. I'm gonna looking I'm, back, I looking mean, forward. Go back and listen to the last sermon I preached on November 28th. <laughs> if you don't mind, the guy crying for the middle 15 minutes. Pretty impressive how you ripped off the Covenant Partners, by the way. Yeah, it was like under 30 seconds. Thanks. I practiced a few times. Um.
Yeah, it's too big of a question for me to answer. I can zoom out to 100,000 feet, thankful with all my heart, not just for this last year. I'm not, for me, it's, I'm not looking just back at 2021, but walking in these doors in 2019 of just gratitude, man. I've grown in the gospel, my understanding of God's word, my love for God, my convictions to live in gospel community, my desire to be on mission where I live, work, and play. I don't play hockey just because I love it and to score goals now. And that's because really there, Aaron, that's the way I, that's what hockey was for for me. Yeah, yeah. And through Smitty's friendship and influence, like that's a mission field. And by God's grace, I absolutely love it. Yep. But I should tell you about a conversation, by the way, I had with someone this week. Which um, I will just add, like, Aaron, you changed the way that I viewed the hockey rink and how do I play hockey for the glory of God? Yep. And your influence in discipling me mm. has gone to Chad. Yep. Now, Chad, who are you going to go disciple? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm excited to see what the Lord's going to do with this podcast. You know, you started it. You're going to be moving over to Windsor and how we make, how the, how this is going to change in 2023. I think it's been valuable for a lot of our, our people and, and not only our people here, but people are listening to it all across the country and the world. Yeah. I mean, we're not like hitting the thousands, no. but yet we're in, we're influencing individuals who are then influencing individuals and, in, yeah. you know, Czech Republic and in Michigan and from good to great. We'll figure yeah. out. Yeah, when Smitty and I did the last podcast, the one before this, um, we don't know what's going to happen with the podcast still, but I think all of us are open to somehow it continuing. Yep. However, we partner in that Maybe when I'm at Windsor. Crossway Network podcast. Cross, yeah. Right. So we'll see. For the church. Um, thanks for listening to Crosscast, faithful listeners. Hope this was encouraging and edifying. That's why we do this. This is meant to be a part of. Um, ministry of the crossing church and if so if you don't go to the crossing church really thanks for listening um we hope this blessed you and encouraged you and hope you're thankful for your body if you don't go to the crossing church and your pastors and let's get after it in and 2022 if you don't go to a church what's that you can come to ours yeah <laughs> 10 a.m on sunday yeah and uh merry christmas and happy new year yep you filthy animal <laughs> <laughs> bye <Bye-bye>. bye <Bye-bye. laughs>